Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Give Yourself Some Leeway with me your host Eugene Lee. Following on from my episode on New Year's resolutions, I've already come across people that have let their New Year's resolution slip. In the past two weeks we're only halfway through January and they simply just told themselves ah sure well at least I tried and I don't know why I even bothered. I mean, it's not really who I am. It's almost like they think that leaving it until next January is the most obvious solution. That they're like, I can mature over the next year and maybe I'll realise how I'll actually do it by next year. But January is not the only time that you can start something new. You can start next Monday, you can start next Thursday, you can start in the middle of the summer. You can wait until the middle of December. You can start any time you want to learn something new from scratch. It seems that the issue is that when it comes to goal setting, many people fail to stay on track because they feel that this new habit that they're developing is a threat to their identity. In today's episode, I want to help you realize what does it take for you to create that fresh start in your life. If you enjoy this episode, please do share it with someone who you feel might benefit from hearing this too. Join the discussion over on the Give Yourself Some Leeway Facebook page. And if you could also rate this five stars on Spotify, it would really help improve the rating so that the show is more easily found. Thank you, and I really do hope you enjoy this episode. January, January. It's that time of year again when everyone wants to make a fresh start. Maybe you want to become someone who works out every day or does the same action that will lead to the desired result that you want. The only January blues that I'm going to be feeling this year is being blue in the face from telling people that you don't have to wait until New Year's resolutions as an excuse to make a change to better yourself. You don't need to wait until January to let go of your old identity that no longer serves you. You can step into a new identity anytime you want. What matters most is your desire to grow and evolve, to shift into the next best version of you. Not because you know that your life is guaranteed to be better there, that once you make the decision to make a change, You know that life is always going to be 50% good times and 50% bad times. But you know that you're ready to step outside of your comfort zone. To better yourself. You need to know you need to leave the safety of always staying the same. And now for the million dollar question. What does it take for you to create a fresh start in your life? In Give Yourself Some Leeway fashion, I've decided to simplify this and break it down into just three parts. Firstly, you need to learn how to let go of your past. Next, recommit to the parts of your life that you love. And finally, accept that failure is part of the process. Now let's dive deeper into this. Learning how to let go of your past. How do you think you can establish a new identity for yourself 
if you don't let go of your old identity that no longer serves you. Let's think about this for a moment. If you can, just take a step back, take a deep breath, and dwell on this for a second. Let's just, as an example, say you want to quit smoking, and you haven't had a cigarette or a vape or whatever in the past two weeks. Next thing, you go on a night out with your friends, and you're having a few pints, and they offer you a cigarette. In scenario A, you say, no thanks, I'm trying to quit smoking. What's the likelihood that you would give in? Identifying yourself as a smoker trying not to smoke? Versus scenario B, when you're offered a cigarette, you say, no thanks, I don't smoke. In scenario B, you're choosing the identity as someone who is not a smoker. Let's try another example. Let's say you want to make a habit of working out every day, going to the gym. And when your friends ask you, why are you going to the gym? And you say, oh, I'm just trying to lose some weight before the summer. How likely do you think you're going to consistently go to the gym once summer comes? Especially if you haven't seen your results yet. Versus scenario B, when your friends ask you, why do you go to the gym? And you say, oh, because I'm an athlete. Well, of course, if you identify yourself as an athlete, of course, why wouldn't you be going to the gym every day? You don't have a timeline on it that you have a goal for the summer, that that's the only reason you're going to the gym. James Clear covers this very well in Atomic Habits, where it is so much easier to develop a new habit or make a change in your life if you can shift your identity, how you view yourself, your own perspective of how you perceive yourself developing this new habit, this new change in your life. Seeing yourself as a non-smoker, you're, you're much less likely to smoke. Seeing yourself as an everyday athlete, whether that's beginner, intermediate or advanced, you're much more likely to reach your exercise goal. The next part of shifting into this new identity is you need to examine your environment, things that will resist the change from your old identity to your new identity. And one of the main factors here to consider are your relationships be that with friends, family, acquaintances, uh, people that you meet every day on the street. Brooke Castillo, on her podcast recently, came up with this idea where you put all of these people in your life on a slate and just wipe the slate clean. And then you decide, do I want this person back in my life? And why? And if you do decide to put that person back in your life, you're like, okay, I want this person in my life. Choose how you want to show up to that person. So you might choose someone, you might choose a family member, you might choose your partner and say, yes, I want them in my life. And I'm going to show up exactly the same as I always have. And that's perfectly fine. 
the change here is that you have purposely decided that you want this person in your life. You have made the conscious decision rather than just letting life happen to you. And there may be others in your life that you feel that your old self did not show enough appreciation for. And you appreciate them in your life and you're grateful for them. Now you can put them back on the slate and commit to showing more appreciation for that person with your new identity. Now you may also come across people that you don't want to bring back into your slate. Maybe these are old relationships that you've had in the past 10-20 years and that relationship has just complete. Or there may be these old memories and energies that you have between just festering between you that you just bring each other down. And even when you do meet up with that person, it tends to drain you more than give you energy and give you life. And I'm not saying that you need to delete them all from your Facebook friends or your Instagram or social media or to publicly announce that you're no longer associating yourself with them. But it's just a matter of how you manage your time, how much time you spend and devote to them and just uh, kind of loosening the ties and committing your time more to the people who bring energy into your life and purpose can be a massive change in your environment, shifting from your old identity to your new identity. And that brings me to the second part, where you, these relationships you're kind of committing who you want to spend your time with, the people who you love spending time with, rather than the people who drain energy from you and bring you down. So this brings you back to the recommitting to parts of your life that you love, the parts that give you positive energy, the parts that lift you up. These are the parts of your life that are really going to help you change for the better. I think one simple change here, uh, and I think it's a good example of how you can recommit to parts of your life that you love is to go to your wardrobe. I know for a lot of people that's a scary thing, going to your wardrobe, and looking at all of your clothes and saying, which of these are part of my old identity? Which of these things am I never going to wear again? Which of these things do I associate with my old self that I feel embarrassed by? And just clearing out your wardrobe and, and then just investing in new clothes that serve you best. Clothes that you feel confident in every day. And I made this change myself not so long ago where I wanted to make a capsule wardrobe and I chucked out all the plaid shirts, uh, Hawaiian shirts, all these ridiculous items that I was never going to wear and I was definitely too embarrassed to wear them in public and I only bought them for like festivals and things and I realised, is this how I see myself now? And I realized it wasn't. It wasn't the identity that I wanted to see myself. I wanted to invest in my future self. So I created a minimalistic wardrobe so that I had less options, but that resulted in less decision fatigue when it came to how I dress. And a small change like that impacted me so much more. Being able to donate all my old clothes that no longer served me and invest in a small minimalistic capsule wardrobe 
that did. And of course, this is just one example. You might choose to recommit to an old hobby of yours. Spend more time on that hobby. Spend more time valuing a friendship. Spend more time um, cleaning your house. If, if that's really what makes you feel uh, like living in a cleaner environment helps shift your identity into being, being proud of yourself. Again, this is just another example. And these again are all just examples. The list just goes on. Maybe it's something that you haven't given much thought to lately. And you've been distracted by all these small things in your life. And now you're finally making a conscious decision to change this thing. Uh, to invest in your new identity of self. And finally... I think this is the one part that stumps everyone when they're trying something new, when they're working on a new goal, when they're trying to make a fresh start. And that's that you have to accept that failure is part of the process. So many times people choose their New Year's resolution or they choose a goal and when they don't see results after their six weeks or ten weeks, they just give up. They were like, oh, I failed. This happens to me every time I try this. I always fail. And they give up. And they don't try it again for another one or two years. Failure is just part of the process. Failure doesn't mean you have to give up. Failure doesn't mean that, okay, I fail now. It's time to quit. Imagine if... Apple produced a faulty iPhone and they view that as a failure. Do you think they're going to completely shut down shop and never make an Apple product again? Think of a baker and they make a faulty batch of bread and the, the bread doesn't rise and they're like, I am a failure, my bread didn't rise, this one batch didn't work out for me, I'm never going to bake again. If anything, failure is an opportunity. It doesn't mean give up. If anything, it means, okay, this failed. Let's try a new method. Let's try something new. Let's see why it failed. Failure is an opportunity to grow. If you start a new goal and you fail to meet your goal, then it's like, okay, this is why it failed. Next week, I'm going to try better. Next week, let's not fail. Mm -hmm. You can repurpose that experience of failure as an opportunity to grow. Quitting does not serve you. One of my coaches, Cy Blackburn, always says that if you fail 8 out of 10 times, just do it 10 times. That's all it takes. So... It's, it's just that mental block that people have that once they fail, they don't want to be identified as a failure in public. That, that It's almost like that failure lingers over them. And this is definitely something that, as a high achiever, you really experience. You're really conscious of your own failures. But it's when you shift your mindset and realize that failures are an opportunity to grow. It doesn't mean that you quit. It doesn't mean that you stop. But by being able to identify those failures, 
you can stop that from happening again. So you're giving yourself that opportunity to grow. So when you're setting your goal and you fail, you're giving yourself a learning opportunity to get past that block. I really hope these three points help you make a fresh start in 2023. Thank you everyone and I'll talk to you soon. Well, I hope you liked this episode and I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, subscribe to the show because it makes sure that you don't miss out on new episodes. And it also helps me because it increases the rankings of the show a little bit, which of course makes it a little more easily found by other people who may like it just as much as you. And if you didn't like this episode or anything about the show in general, or if you have any ideas or suggestions or just feedback that you want to share, shoot me an email, eugene at leeway.ie and let me know what I could do better or just what your thoughts are on what you'd like to see me do in the future. I read everything myself. I'm always looking for new ideas and constructive feedback. So thanks again for listening to this episode and I hope to hear from you soon.